So after ending last episode with Schwa for now, Ichi then gradually kicked me out of the house, moved me back to Dunville, and now I am sitting on a single side bed with all my things staring at me from from the walls. I just love the thought of gradually kicking you out. Like I was just standing there with my foot up your ass for at least forty minutes. Well, you can you can either (laughs) you can either kick me out or you can uh, jazz kick me out from Fresh Prince. I like that one. (laughs) Unfortunately, there was no crash, man. Give the roll call. We are live. Connect. Loading. Wielding equipment, the plot, and iron! Bluecaster, Ishida's Azil! Loud and impulsive, Pinkcaster, Lane! Illuminating the Tokuverse, Yellowcaster, follow them. One little spark of courage, Dreamcaster, Global South Perka! Watching all the anime, Redcaster, Joe Ray. Cubecaster, not afraid to speak their mind, Zinecaster, Arcadia. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air! Welcome to episode 239 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Hello. We have a full house today, in-house and on yes. the internet. Ooh, the internet. Gar's coming to Looks us boring. all the way from Finishedville. Finishedville? And... Yeah, because you're done. Oh, I get it. <laughs> 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 I would tell you to go home, but... But both of us are home. <laughs> I'm literally home. I'm I mean... The, like, figur- like, I'm figuratively home? Like... Where's the image? This is what I'm literally down the street from home. No, this is what I'm staring at right now. I'm staring at nothing but transformers. So your room is sideways, right? Yes. No, it's more like your room is sideswiped. Are you just lying on your your bed with your head looking at it sideways? No, I'm like Gimpy. My bed's on my side. (laughs) I don't think we've been properly introduced. (laughs) Oh, but yes, it's episode Elekid. Yes, thank you, Blaze, and everyone. Oh. It's ep- it's episode two thirty nine, so it's oh. episode Ella Kid. That's cool. and welcome and welcome everyone to the first installment of our second year of Metal April oh. Judgment Metal- Day. Metal April two. Metal April two. Nope. Secret of the Uwu. <laughs> I don't Metal know. April two. Secret of the Boogaloo. <laughs> Secret Boogaloo. Secret Boogaloo is better. Yeah. So for those that don't know, uh, last year we did a theme called Metal April, where we talked about older shows from the Showa era, where all the heroes were all machines, in a way. Mostly Metal Hero series. No, only one Metal Hero series. Well, what counts as a Metal Hero is weird and hard to pin down from my perspective. Gavon and Upwards is considered Metal Hero. All right. Um, Kikaider so yeah. did not count. So yeah, yeah. last year we talked about Kikaider, 
Kikaider Zero One, Matelder, and then Kikaider Reboot. And then we and decided this year we're talking about Kikaider again. And and after that, yeah. we decided to put down those entertaining Matelder products. <laughs> oh, do I have a Mattel toy? I don't. I don't. In this massive room of mine, I don't have a Mattel Damn toy. Damn you, Hasbro! <laughs> All right. So this week we are talking about Zio episode twenty-eight and twenty-nine because last week, for those who didn't listen, uh, Zio didn't get subbed until literally right after we recorded last week's episode. Yep. So we're yep. playing a little catch up, though it's not quite what we'd qualify as a double episode special. So, oh yeah, so we actually have to do both. Okay. Yup. So Zio episode twenty-eight, twenty-nine, uh, Ryu Soldier episode three, and for our first week of Metal April two, the Android Kikaider movie, which was only yeah, a thirty-minute so, affair. As yeah, I, they were in a lot of so as you do. I, I I didn't realize that there was a Kikaider movie from like based on the original series until after I finished watching it. Fun. So yeah. We got to go back to that land of crazies. Oh, I love the land of crazies. <laughs> it makes me feel normal. Oh, okay. He's with the he's with the he's with his people. Anyways, let's go into Zio. Whoops. Should have turned that speaker off. Okay, so Zero episode twenty-eight. Schwartz is behind everything. Why am I not fucking surprised? Right. So, so remember that like guy who spoke to Sogo when he was a kid? Yeah, it was Schwartz. It was Schwartz. He was the one who like made Sogo oh, like, you should be king. Just uh, real quick, say something for me, guard. Just want to make sure the recording's working. I am speaking. Cool. All right, yeah. proceed. So yes, uh, point of clarity i wanted to make last week we were all saying something about now that actual was yeah now that actual was is common rider was that the rim around his helmet was black instead of white i actually went back and looked and it is not it is exactly the same so color i guess that was just us we are idiots thinking it was like that? <laughs> is it kind of an example of like the white dress versus the blue dress thing just how you see it? Basically. No, it's not see, bad at all. See, bunch of people in our in our Discord right now going, what? Surprise? The main villain is the main villain? Yeah, but realistically, Schwartz isn't in a different, necessarily okay. the main villain. It's it's more of a case of Schwartz was more of the villain than we assumed, because we've been led the entire show that Omuzio and, 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 and the Time Jackers as a whole were the villain, and as we've been sort of hinted at over the course of the series, it's clear that Wool and perhaps Aura are just being sort of jerked around by Swartz. Yeah. And he's the tallest and most evil-looking of the group. So. Yep. Not that people and, who and he's got a hat him. that deflects beams. Oh gosh, I forgot about the hat. God. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I, I've been very much operating under the assumption that Omazio was the big villain of the series. So and that's I, exactly what they wanted us to think. And realistically, the Time Jackers were just another side group who were trying to stop him from doing what he was doing. But they also had a little less moral ground in the way they were doing things. So not they, really villains they, per se, just... They've always felt more like, as we've been sort of learning about them, it felt like they were... 
it felt like Omazeo was the looming darkness and they were like the lesser of two evils. Yeah. It's like, we don't want Omazeo to rule, we want to rule. So it felt like fighting two sets of villain factions. Even though they were never technically fighting Omazeo except for those two episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but we did, did see his Sogo as a kid. He's fucking powerful because he like yelled out like for like these rocks not to fall on this kid and, it and actually then they made didn't... letters come out of him. And then they didn't they froze and then he looked at one of the time machine evil robots and it, it fucking just, it it just disintegrated. So like Sogo's powerful. He just Yeah, he so just... Sogo has some sort of dormant in it power he, set. He's Gohan! God damn it. He's fucking Gohan. He just has all this like hidden power and potential. He just hasn't fully unlocked it yet. So like, just now he's like uh, uh, acquired the ability to manipulate time at will. He just hasn't fully mastered it yet. So Zeohan. <laughs> he doesn't actually have to be transformed in order to use that apparently. Mm -hmm. So as as we can see through this this section here, we can confirm that Swartz in his weird hat and jacket was the person who spoke to Sogo in the dream that he talked about earlier that Which inspired him to become king. Dream, but actual. This is what happened. Yeah. It's it, it's easy to figure out that like after it happened and he brought them back, Sogo just shrugged it off as oh it must have been a dream. It must have been a dream when the bus crashed. Well yeah, because like You know what's not a dream? My dead parents. Right. <laughs> well like true. well like what Sukasa was saying to Soup was just like it's like, oh yeah, he put them all back to where like the accident what happened and they're just all in I place. think that's kinda lazy where we find out that he brought them back just from a throwaway line from Sukasa instead of actually seeing Swartz like beam them back. That felt a little lazy. Well, Maybe we saw Swartz do something. I mean, it's, what, I, I what, feel like what he did was awaken like his dormant ability again, or, much like or, Gohan, or you know, proceed to erase his memories of the last few minutes so he just thinks that it was a bus crash. I just see and, Schwartz, or, and the dream, yeah. I just want that. to see Schwartz just like, but although, dodge. <laughs> although, as I was saying to Danny over there uh, earlier, he may have also done something to Sogo's head. Which yeah, if, if, to to more to the theory of you were mentioning before, where Schwartz is Omazeo, maybe he did something to take over Sogo's body. Yeah. So maybe it turns out that Omazeo was Schwartz in Sogo's body. Oh my god. That actually would make sense. Remember when you said that, like, you were thinking maybe it was his belt or the, something? The belt becomes sentient because yeah. Omazeo is the voice of the belt? Yeah, that maybe it is, in fact, some kind of mind transfer thing, just like that, just not with the belt. Oh my god. Maybe. Interesting. Um, yeah. So we cut back to Waz fighting Gates Revive, and after enough time passes, Gates just, you know, untransforms because the fighting is weakening him. And what really got creepy is that we see Gates bleeding out his fucking eyes. Yeah, no. That's, how, that's one step up from the blood from the mouth and blood from the nose. Yeah. From the eyes. So we can we can tell that like Waz like transforming into Colorado Waz like he he knows how to use the system. It's just Gates was more powerful, so he like oh yeah absolutely yeah, he him. still couldn't overpower but, but Gates then, survive yeah but he wasn't trying to but then yeah and then Gates was like aha my plan Gates, was to yeah, weaken you bitch yeah, Gates got injured and Waz is just like yeah I don't have to fucking worry about you you were going to go kill Wagamao so I just decided to stall so a yeah, so that you he'd have time to get away and yourself. and b you would weaken yourself. Yep. And 
Waz is such a fucking master tactician. I love doing, watching him do anything. Um, but yes, also, our uh, as of episode 29, our Wagamo count is at a nice 61. Oh, I, I, I need to keep track. I, I know there was only one Q-Seishu this episode, but I haven't gotten around to updating my total. Mm. I've, I've been slacking. I will make sure to update the Q-Seishu counter. Uh, yes, so, f uh, Froz decides to shit-stomp Wool because he knows that Wool was involved with, uh, Waz stealing his powers. Oh, I loved that. He just, like, just curb-stomps him and he's just like, you're gonna fucking tell me everything that you just- Who were you working doing? with, bitch? Yeah. Because, like, he's fucking furious. Like, Rightly his plans so. aren't going right, he got his powers stolen from him, so just, like, he's- he's pissed. And actually, I kind of like him being like, right, pissed off. Like it's it's interesting. It's so fun. I'm actually I'm really excited to see what like another Waz is gonna do next. Yeah. Or if he's just gonna get entirely erased from existence. Probably that eventually. Yeah, because it's pretty. It's safe to say that our Waz now is going to be Kamen Rider Waz from here on in. So. Yeah. And and the way Swartz has been talking to Waz, it feels like he's gonna be done with him real soon. Well, here's the thing. Oh my god. The pro the problem with White Walls at this point, as far as I'm seeing it, the Day of Oma hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But the minute it does and Gate Survive doesn't kill Zeo, White Walls ceases to exist because his entire timeline didn't happen. Unless he's lying about that also. Which is also a thing. But he seems incredibly desperate at this point, so it might be. Yeah, he's maybe. Try he's trying to correct things in a different way. Yeah, but at it's more, it's but what, like, ha what happened in twenty nine that we which we'll get to more makes me think that he's kind of rushing into something now because yeah like, it's beca didn't it's become that. very clear that Wa White Waz wants Gates Revive to kill Zio for more reasons than just stopping Oma Zio if and who's to say that's even one of the reasons he could even, have just been lying about the whole thing we don't have any idea what his plan is at this point all we know is that he says that it serves us as well so he's got accomplices of some sort we just back in his timeline who knows other Schwartz <laughs> white Schwartz yes I found the Schwartz found the Schwartz and, I hate and it when I get my sports tangled them, up. I was, I was just thinking, like, it, the two of them fight, I see her sports as big as mine. I hate when I get my Schwartz twisted. Yeah. Um, the whole Kage Dex is asking if the alternate future even actually exists. I mean, you, that's you, where the other riders came from, from the future. I was going to comment on that. Now, if Quiz had been in one of Sogo's dreams, I would be agreeing with you, because we can, we can safely justify that Shinobi and Kikai were spawned through Sogo's prophetic dreams. But <clears throat> Quiz, straight up, another Waz just brought him through time from the alternate future. You yeah. know what I so the alternate future does exist. Oh my god, you know what I really want to happen? It'd be fucking awesome. I want a battle between Omazeo and, and another Waz's Gates Revive. So I want to see like an older version of Gates and just him fighting Omazeo, just him going fucking at it. Exactly. I don't think fun. that's gonna happen because I'm pretty sure the context of White Waz's future is Gates Revive died immediately after beating Zeo because yeah. get the power killed him. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Just because Gates Revive won doesn't mean he survived. No, no, no. He went out like a yeah. martyr, assumedly. I'm just saying that Omazeo versus Gates Revive would be fucking a sick fight. Sure. Um. So. 
Sukasa has a line that he mentions in this episode that he's watching to see if this world should be destroyed or not. And I'm wondering if that is part of someone's plans. It would explain why they even bothered to bring Sukasa into this storyline. Yeah, but then that Aside would be Blackwaz's plan because he's the one who alerted them to his existence. That is true. And maybe that was a case of Waz wasn't aware of that and White Waz decided to use that to his advantage? Maybe. We're, we're starting to peer back into nothing-makes-any-sense territory. Yeah, we're, we're just theory-crafting at this point, so... Oh. I remember we were talking about something related to this when it was actually oh. on, and I forget. Oh, yeah. Someone did art of Omazeo fighting Gates Revive. Oh, my God! It, it, cool. it's, it's JoJo. It's and then what was the theory oh. <laughs> you were to me? Which, which part? Oh, that was something Itchy had brought up before as well. No, you were saying that they were able to was to me. That, was yeah, but thing? I was repeating it too. It's come up. What, the robot thing? I mean, always possible. But once again, the White Walls being a robot or anything like that was kind of dependent on Kikai, you know, future actually being a thing where robots take over the world. Yeah. And no, hey, maybe Waz is all wait Waz is also one, and that's why. But now it's been very made very clear that Kikai was a dream. Yeah, that was brought to life by Soga. It was like yeah. one of the sleeping worlds from Kingdom Hearts. Dream Honestly, Drop. kind of. And I, I mean, uh, on the other hand, there's also the theory uh, we were talking about before that Waz is literally the book. Ooh, Waz featuring Kilvis. That's cool. Not bad. I don't think the colors mesh too well, but that's probably what that would look like. But, like, if if he's just a projection of the book itself. Yeah, there's... We've been tossing around the theory recently that Waz might just... His consciousness might be in the book, and his body is just like a projection. And based on something we'll talk about next week, that theory might hold a little bit of water. Yeah. Yeah, but then... I would episode, love it if it but was. But in episode 29, we find out more about him in 2068. So. I mean, that doesn't dis- necessarily disqualify our theory. The actual Waz died. Yeah, the actual Waz died, and then he... Oh, that him. might be it. I like that. Wait a minute, I get... The so actual... this is like a, a data copy of yeah, Waz, based on it. The actual Waz died, and Obazio used his powers to make a book and made the book... Into a new Waz, and that's with Waz's memories, yes. but now he just works for Omazeo. Yes, I like that theory. Oh, that's that, that makes sense as to why he's data trying, clone. That's why he's trying to get Sogo to be Omazeo, and that's why he bleeds paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wish I could oh, I would not be if that's the case. Like that is actually true. That's Yo, amazing. He's starting to like this show. Waz What's is happening? so complex. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, you as another Zeo amasses his army of another riders, and they all just roll up into Sogo to stop him from fighting also, Gates. Also, can we just mention the fact that I don't think actually got mentioned during the show that should have been obvious, the fact that the guy who is another Zeo is the kid that Sogo saved in that fucking Oh, yeah, yeah, so He's Sogo, the kid he saved from the rubble. you gives Sogo shit for being part responsible, quote-unquote, for their parents he dying. He saved his life, yeah. Which, I mean, I can understand, but I don't think Hiryu has the full context to make that assumption himself. Yeah. But the, Hiryu apparently wasn't aware that Sogo saved his fucking life. Because he was unconscious. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Zeo fights a bunch of the other riders, and then he and Gates stumble up to what I assume was their appointed meeting place of Saturn Hall, and they're both so destroyed, Gates from fighting Waz and Zeo from fighting the other riders, that it feels like they just trudged up there and were like, can we do this tomorrow? I had to fight, like, ten guys. Well, I think, I think that's an interesting thing, because they both, like, they both realize that, like, okay, we're really, like, fucked up from our fights, let's just talk it out. So it's just like, so so it's just like, so it's pretty much just like, what the fuck's your deal, hey, uh, man? Uh, Blaze, Blaze, you're right. They did. No, no, no. Uh, Sukasa said that Swartz brought all the kids back to where they came from. No, yeah. Swartz said he brought the two of them back to the bus. Oh, the oh, because the other kids weren't the ca- the candidate for king, so yeah, Swartz didn't so give a fuck. Did, fuck so he left them in the apocalyptic future to die at the hands of rocks and dinosaurs. Yes. Oh. Yikes. That that happened. <laughs> oh, fuck. all of the other kids are dead. I mean, wow. their parents are dead too in the bus crash. So oh, yeah. So they died in the crash. No survivors. That's one hell of a quiz to fail. But there, there's the thing. The show just kind of glossed over that point. Oh yeah, no, all the parents died on oh, the bus. They're dead. But nobody the were, dead. But they didn't. But they got very specific about not mentioning the kids aren't fucking. <laughs> they got very specific not mentioning that. Oof. Which makes me wonder if if Swartz wasn't saving the other kids, why did Hiryu get saved? Because he figured there's some so, a way to use them. Because Sogo. I don't know. It's because he had enough. It definitely seemed like when he was saving Sogo, he had some level of respect for him. And it, he might have just said, well, the king saved this kid, so... I feel like if that was the case, it should have been touched on a little. Eh. Mm. You know what? It's entirely possible we get more backstory on Schwartz, because it looks like he's pulling some shit. Oh, he's his, definitely got more of a he's been pulling some shit from the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, Sogo and Gates are standing at what they will what they assume is like we're finally gonna do it we're finally gonna have that pikachu slap fight from the pokemon movie oh my god basically <laughs> and they fought a, another another zeo and they kicked his ass and ha- made friends with him well no sogo just told him to let fucking go. let go, motherfucker! No, no, I'm thinking about the past. I, before another Zio comes in and ruins it, I love that Sogo effectively goes, "Well, you're my, you're my friend. I trust your judgment. So if you actually think I'm gonna become Omazio, then fucking stab me. You're my Tomodachi. Become my Nakama. You are my Nakama. <laughs> uh, yeah, and another Zio stumbles in and ruins the fucking moment. And then Gates tries to stop another Zeo from being a kill-stealing fucktard. And literally, then we get to see Gates' true feelings, where he's just like, This is the nicest fucking guy I know! He's my friend! There's no way this is becoming that guy. Oh my god! We finally have a committed character decision from Gates! Yep. I... 28 episodes it took! And finally, Gates shows some fucking conviction! He finally figured it out. Well, Thank fi- you! Well, Jesus fi- Christ! Yeah, he finally, he just finally realized that, like, okay, Sogo's a really good guy. <laughs> so. Oh my god, my head was swimming watching this fight! Finally, Gates has fucking conviction with something! Yeah, he finally he made a goddamn decision. Now. He has a heart. 
I mean, this doesn't make up for the first half of the show, but it's a step in a good direction. And Gates' heart grew two sizes that day. <laughs> I mean, when uh, when Sim came in, it was about the, the, the romance. Uh, that was sorry, hold on. on. You're all talking at once. Oh, sorry. Danny? No, I was saying that one point when uh, when Sim comes in, she's a, they look like they were about to hug, and I was like, I said to Evan, I'm like, she interrupted the bromance. Yeah, basically. It's like having a good friend moment there, and then Sukiyomi just fucking runs in. It's like, wait, wait, wait! I know things! <laughs> no. Don't fight! Don't kill each other! And they just start laughing. By the way, I, 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 love that, I love that she comes in and goes, guys, guys, there's explanations for everything! And then proceeds over the next two episodes to not explain fucking anything that she saw! Yeah, basically. I guess soup isn't gonna be spilling the soup. She un she knows things, but she's not answering. She's not telling them any of it for whatever reason. I'm sure she had a conversation with Sukai. Like, why hide it? Why? What does anyone stand to gain from that? Because, because, I think because, because she doesn't understand what's going on fully either. Therefore, she doesn't want to start yapping all, about all shit that might be Also, wrong. she kind of doesn't want to ruin what's going on between Gates and Sogo right now. So she's what like, is, oh, we're we're in a happy moment. Let's let me not ruin it for everyone right now. No, but between that and the end of episode twenty nine, the, like there's in, in the next episode, there's a moment where she thinks about all the shit she saw while they're at the fucking breakfast table and doesn't tell anyone because they got interrupted by Kaito. Yeah, anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah, um, that's a weird breakfast. So scene. yeah, so they fight on a Zeo, another Zeo, whatever like that. And, and haha, you said he'd never use base form Zeo again. But he did. He did, I know. And they went all the gut. Well, uh, they yeah, went all the, the rider armors. All the different cool. armor forms. That was nice to see them again. Buy our toys! Buy our toys! We still have these for right. sale! It was actually pretty cool watching the two of them just actually teaming up properly. Right? Without, well, be, uh, without turning and bitching at each other and fucking arguing well, no, and attacking each other in the process. <laughs> no, because. I love it, plays in the chat. Oh, they fucking. No, yeah. because in, in, in other episodes in the past, whenever Sogo and Gates teamed up, they fucking, they killed it. Yeah, they they're, did. They're a good team. And then immediately fucking proceeded to argue and yell at each other afterwards. Or during. Yep. Or Gates sit back after a minute. It's like, why the fuck did I help you? But yeah, no, it was really cool watching them just team up. You get to see Zeo Forza armor, which is one of the most broken armors ever. And, and Gates Wizard, which is the only cool form he's got, except for Revive, I guess. I like Drive. Drive armor's cool. I miss, I miss, I miss Drive armor. But Gates hasn't used it since he got shit stomped by Decade, so. What's that? That's like we get a, we get a, noise. we also get a, it's Scar. We also get a really, really nice moment where after they've uh, changed to Zeo 2 and Gates Revive, where another Zeo does an attack that is going to effectively kill them, and Zeo 2 predicts it, and then Gates Revive is able to counter it with his Shipu form. That's actually some really nice teamwork. Because Zeo, because another Zeo can also predict Zeo's moves. Yeah. So if Zeo was the one to try and counter it, he'd see it coming. So he has Gates do it. Yep. That's fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, so they defeat another Zeo, but, and, and then the watch starts to break, but then it then, like, unbreaks. Yeah. So some, which is... some shit be afoot. I feel like we haven't seen the last of another uh, well, Zeo. Of course not, not. Like, here you won't be him, but someone else will. Fucking Schwartz at this point. Who knows? Probably. Ooh. That, that would be a nice hint at him being Oma Zeo. That'd be neat. 
So, yeah. Sogo apologizes. Everyone decides to be friends. And then, the, like, he asked, Sogo asks Gates, he's like, can you guys, like, come back to, to my house? Like, we're, we're lonely. Like, you guys are the only real friends I've, I've ever had. And Gates, like, fine. So he, like, surprises the uncle. And then the uncle's just like, oh, oh well, but we already found somebody yeah, we found for someone else, room. too. Who? Just watch. Hey, how's it going? Sup? Hey! You... Hey, Gates and Waz can be roomies. Oh my god, I am with. so happy about Waz living with them. This is fucking awesome. Uh-huh. Yep. And um, they were roommates. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, they were roommates. Yes. I still to this day don't know what that's from, but it cracks me it's up. It's from every... a vine. Yeah, it's what it cracks me up every time I hear it. But yeah, I love that Sogo like effectively is like if I die, can you, like, move back and keep my lonely uncle company, please? <laughs> so, next episode, we, um... It starts with a fucking real-ass breakfast scene. Actually, no, before that, we get to see, uh... Amane from Blade. We get to... We, we see actual Jacaranda from Kamarada Blade. Jacaranda! I feel like this episode was just, like custom designed to be Ichi fan service because it is full of so many things that I like. Oh yeah, episode 28 uh, ended with freaking uh, seeing Kaito. He was holding his Neo DN driver and he's just like, oh, right. what are you up to now? Sukasa. Yeah. I'm I'm back to fuck with you and everyone you know. Basically. Remember when I was a part of your past uh, somehow and then we never went further into that? So before we go further on the episode, let's keep in mind that the last time we saw Kamarader DN besides his data clone in the Cho Superhero Tyson film, was in the original Superhero Tyson, where he was uh, piloting Shocker's great evil big machine, and then was Ryder kicked out of, the sp out of space by Go Bustero wielding Forze's drills on his feet. Yep. So, he's he been stealing for though. years. He did live. He, lived. All because he, he fell from space back down to Earth and lived. And all and, because and took Sukasa's card and left. Man. Yeah, Kaito will live. Kaito will return. <laughs> it's odd how I was typing that down, and I'm like, oh wait, I can speak. He live. He live. Um. Yeah. So we see Amane. She's all going up. She was. Actual Amane's actress. Yeah, because like she was a little girl in Blade, and she like it's been fifteen years. Yeah, and she was she like looked up to Hachime pretty much like like she, a pretty like more so like an older brother, but pretty much senpai. like it was full on Onisan. Onisan senpai noticed me. Kind of <laughs> bullshit. Hooray for Zoidberg! Oh my God, it's Paul! It's me, uh, Greencaster. What's up, Greencaster on the show? Oh Kenzan! boy! What a great occasion! What shall I do? Shall I do some form of comedy sketch or perhaps a dance? I'm gonna take off my boots first. How about all of the above? We'll see. We have Gar on Discord if you want to partake. Hi, Gar. Hi. Speaking of Discord, apparently <laughs> I'm not and have not been hearing Gar. Hooray! Yeah, just keep being active. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's because I'm, I'm not talking. Because I'm muted on the thing I'm actually on, so it doesn't think I'm active. Yep. Well, what you could do is I'm unmute you and then just lower your mic volume. Anyway, so after seeing uh, Amane in Jacaranda, we see actual Hajime from Blade in his room. 
And then they do the most hilarious thing where, like, they it shows all the photos scattered around his desk. And then it does that awkward, like, shift and zoom thing right into the photo, which is an abs- which is a reference to how every episode of Kamen Rider Blade started. Yep. I love and, that. Yes, sir, I and ended. That, but you told yeah. me that that's what it was, so... Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Blade is really good, and it's absolutely a show I would rewatch without a second thought. Blade is good. It's simple, but it's good. Blade is like ice cream. It's good. Yeah. It, it's a card <laughs> catcher It's like having a heaping helping of yeah, ice cream with some it's, toppings on it. For, for, for reference, Paul, if you haven't actually seen this episode, the episode we're talking about right now is the first of the Blade arc. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it features actual Blade and actual Chalice. Yep. I mean, that's awesome. Yep. Yes. So, and then we we cut to the the first breakfast scene featuring our new roommates. Sogo slinks in after having slept in, and they give him shit for it, but he proceeds to counter with, I graduated, bitch! I can sleep in if I fucking want to! Yep. God damn it, I I go to work, I pay my taxes, I can sleep in if I want to. I mean, mean, we don't have evidence that he does either of those. (laughs) He doesn't have a job, he's a common writer. Oh. Which is funny because this is the Blade arc where they were employed as common Riders for the opening bit of the first remember episode. A, remember in Guy when Armored Rider was a job? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... this I don't know who's, who, like, took over writing the show at this point, if that happened. But Jesus Christ, can this person keep writing the show? Because we proceed to get a real-ass sitcom-style breakfast scene of everyone sitting around the table... And just a stale-ass scene of Waz asking Gates to pass him the mustard. Yeah, he wants... No, no, no. Pass me the soy sauce. I know. Also, I want seconds. Please put... Please put... Yeah, natto on the rice and and some mustard. And the mustard on the natto. He's just making him get all of the stuff. Am I your fucking workhorse? Yes. you used to be. (laughs) Chop, chop. (laughs) You will obey your captain. And, And, yeah, the... This episode finally gives us something we've been aching for. Actual context on their relationship! And so it turns out that Waz was actually part of the Omazeo resistance at one point. And he was the cap- captain of Gates' unit. So he what? went. He, yeah, he apparently went undercover to uh, work for Omazeo to gather information so they could plan an ambush... And then gave everybody false information, and Omazeo wiped out the whole fucking resistance, and that was the first episode of the show. And Soup specifically mentions that they don't know what happened between Waz and Omazeo, so that's why I think our... We have our weird theory now that he copied him, and that he killed the real Waz, or... And that the Waz we know is a data clone spawned from the book he's carrying. Is this Ryder or Terminator? Right. A little bit of both. Ryder-nator. Right. I mean, we're talking about people who went back, who came back from the future to kill the guy before he could go on to be. So yes, it's Common Rider Terminator. So you're right. <laughs> Have you seen this rider? <laughs> <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. Come with me if you want to ride. <laughs> Was literally the first thing I said when Soup opened up her fucking thing to save Zio. <laughs> so as Come with me if, if you, you don't want to, want to die. Toku is weird. So as they're having this breakfast, they notice that the food tastes uncharacteristically good, and they go to thank the uncle, who, by the way, is not in the house at all, so who knows if Kaito fucking killed him or something. 
And then they find out that Kaito Daiki, Kamen Rider DN, has just snuck his way in here and cooked them all breakfast as And a, then stole the ride watches. Now he did that first. As a smokescreen to cover his escape with their ride watches. Everybody was too confused as to who this random ass person was in their house cooking them breakfast to notice that he had stolen all their shit like, before walking out like, completely unchallenged. I, I, would, for you. I would love to imagine that like Kaito came in before any of them were awake, <laughs> saw the ride watches and stole them, and then for some reason, just for shits and giggles, decided to cook them all breakfast. Yep. Completely unnecessarily. It yep. looks pretty good too. And he, no, and, and well, no, he stole all their ride watches. Yes. No, I, fig- I figured breakfast. this is this no. is fair payment. No, it, it literally everybody at the table was too fucking confused as to who this random ass person was who just cooked them breakfast in their house to notice the fact that he had stolen all of their shit before walking out completely unchallenged. I mean, that's and he a cooked pretty them good breakfast. Strategy, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And you just cook them breakfast in like a reciprocation Fancy sort of thing. breakfast. I'm stealing all your shit. Like like here's ha- a really good breakfast. Here's like a, here's a breakfast I slaved over for probably an hour or two before you guys woke up. Wait. So now hang on. So now, so now I'm wondering if, like, he just walked in and did this on his own, or maybe if he walked in while Uncle, looked, like, Junichiro was around, and he was like, Oh, another friend! Customer! Come in! Come in! Probably. He knows that. And then just fucked off. I don't know, but I accept either canon. <laughs> yeah, I liked when they went to go fight kites or whatever like that. They just, like... Take out their ride watches as if they're actually there, and you see like Gates, you see like Gates do like the motion of like twisting it and clicking yeah. it, and then Sogo's face like shit. It's it's funny because like Gates does that, but Sogo doesn't. Nope. So I feel like maybe that was an ad lib. Yeah, yeah. But they both go to do their henshin pose and pull out the thing and just do their thing, just to realize there's no ride watch in their hands. They also a- they also haven't put on their belts, so yeah. I don't know if maybe like they still have their drivers. Yeah. Or maybe the drivers only exist when they have the ride watches? I don't know. I don't know. That's a whole other question. But what's funny is, like, as they they all run out after him, a couple of things. First off, you can see, if you pay attention to the background, you can see Waz's face. He gives zero shits that all <laughs> these are stolen. Which, A, illustrates that he's not worried because his didn't get stolen, which is yeah. a whole other question. But, B... Why does he not care when Sogo needs to assemble all these ride watches? So they're kind of integral. Um, But yeah. And also, apparently at some point after running out of the house, but before they run into Kaito, Sogo somehow changes out of his pajamas into regular clothes. Somehow. It does look like he just sort of threw them on, but it still seems a little bit strange. That's an interesting title for that YouTube video. (laughs) The legendary stalker DN appears. Someone subbed a video from Inoue's YouTube channel where they talk about Dien showing up in Zio. Oh, I'm gonna watch that later. Yeah. No, that sounds cool. I'm gonna watch that later. Um, but yeah, so... The show is weird. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, and this is where the show is getting good, and that really tells you something. What? This is... This, like, show, this show has been, like, more or less a steaming pile of shit from the beginning. And it's starting to get good, and, like, they've actually figured out what they're doing with it. And yet they're... Because ah! now they got rid of the whole bullshit. Oh, the timelines get erased. And now they're just... No, the writers are just the writers. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah. So 
This is a Sogo and Gates catch up to Kaito, and Waz shows up, and He's Gates... Like, oh, I'll take care of this. Gates tells Waz to go get the ride watches back, and he tells him to fuck off. And then Sogo goes, just fucking do it. And he's like, wow, what a oh, bossy you're, you're, mouth. You're an asshole demon king. And then Waz decides to go full Stylin and just does the most amazing one-handed henshin. Stylin over his balls. Like, he slams the driver on, just eyes his fucking hand, and then slams the belt on, and then just immediately pulls his hand out so he can grab the weapon when it appears in his hand. It was Holy a, hell. Like, one motion. This is the Waz I want. This is the laws I deserve. This is the laws we needed. Yeah, I was thinking that too. So, and then we get to see Kaito with his Neo DN driver turn into Kamen Rider DN. And it's been a long time I missed seeing this motherfucker. But he's back and he's got some new tricks. Neo barcode head? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Itchy. It's like, and he's got, and he's got some new tricks. Like, fucking turning invisible and leaving. <laughs> Except wait. it's Neo-invisible oh, now. Wait. Oh, no! Neo-invisible. Oh, wait! <laughs> I meant... almost like he does that frequently. I wait, meant that Evan. he's summoning Neo-Hacy Riders! Evan, does he still suck donkey dick? Sign <laughs> is the same as ever, right? Yeah. But does he still suck donkey dick as a rider? He summons other riders and fucks off. Yeah. So yeah. He's just like, oh, fuck it. I got what yeah, I want, yeah, fuck yeah. you. He just throws things at things and runs away. Like, it's funny. But yeah, so... I, I guess... I don't know if he didn't or couldn't, but the by merit of Waz being able to transform, Kaito didn't get Waz's ride watches. Which is weird, considering we find out shortly after that that's what he was fucking sent there to do. White yeah. Waz recruited Kaito to steal the Waz powers back from Black Waz. And then the best part was, he's like, I don't see, I don't see, was, I don't, I don't see my watch uh, here. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, I see what I want. want and so if you want it so badly, want, you can get it yourself. Want, I didn't want yours. Well, fuck you. Yeah. And no, and he clearly tells him, he's like, if you want so fucking badly, get it yourself. Which, and then like, he wants just like... Kaito is nothing but a bunch of fucking hypocrisy because he says he only steals what he wanted, so he didn't get what White Waz wanted, but he did steal all the other ride watches and happily surrenders the ZO2 and Gates Revive ride watches to White Waz. So he stole only what he wants, but he happily surrenders it to White Waz, even yeah. though it wasn't what White Waz wanted. So he's just here to fuck with everybody! Which is why he sucks donkey dick. <laughs> Yeah. Like, for real. He's a terrible character. Oh, that's cool. Multi-Rail posted a shop it's image of like a Kamen Rider Mage card. It's not like he where he redeemed himself or anything like that. No, the last time we He's saw him... The last time we saw him, he was pissed off about getting tricked by Decade, summoned a giant robot, fought them in space, got kicked out of the robot, back down to the planet, and fucked off for five years! He's literally just a dick sneeze. Why are we <laughs> so concerned? A dick, dick sneeze. Come in, Lido. Dick sneeze! Sure. What? Yeah, no. I, don't, I don't think about it too hard. The, the last time, we, yeah, saw don't, the don't, last time we saw at the end, he ended up being final villain in a really, really shitty movie, even by Toku standards. Yeah, it's really dumb. That's why and the acronym. That's why the acronym of the movie is shit. Yeah, superhero Tyson. Yeah, but no. <laughs> There's why no I there though. Focus? Close enough. You, you, you still pronounce it shit. There. Shit. Oh. Oh. Shit. I, and then there was the I sequel, shit. 
Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, I like superhero Tyson said. Oh, Gar's talking. Yeah. That's why I asked if you wanted to get on Discord. I, I, I'm okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, so Dien summons Knight and Baron, which is a neat combo. As we can see, he now has access to the Neo Heisei Riders because he's got his Neo Dien driver, even though, just like with Decade, we have absolutely zero fucking explanation for it. That's why I want there to be a V Cinema. Ladies and gentlemen, Maybe. some asshole upgraded their drivers. <laughs> it was Narutaki! <laughs> fucking That's why what I said in the one. chat, like, a few minutes ago. Yeah. yeah, it could have been anyone. It could have been Gorgon. They are different. I mean, you know, aside, yeah, that. Yeah, I was about to say, Blaze like, they're different. I was about to say, no, they're a different color now. And then Blaze said it, like, oh, well, yeah. They have new cards. Where did they come from unless they got an actual upgrade? They visited the other New Isa worlds. Can we see that, please? Yes, exactly. V Cinema. V -Cinema. I want to get New York Decade V Cinema. V Cinema, coming under Decade yeah. 2. Decade plus the end. We won't ever get a decade season two, but if they can make a fucking new movie, I would love the like just V Cinema, Comrade, Decade plus the end. Yes. Or versus the end, whatever. Yes. And we just go through the various Neo Heisei worlds. It's not the same, Blaze. It's got new powers and it's color different. That counts as being different. I own one now and I'm getting it soon and it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm getting the DN driver and we're going to do double engine and you're not invited! Yeah. Ginga ass loving motherfucker. Okay, and Ginga's cool. Blaze is just like, ah! So, Swartz apparently gives the Another Blade ride watch to White Waz, who decides to give it to Amane, who turns into Another Rider Blade. Jesus, is this thing stacked. <laughs> They're gonna fight and the pain is gonna come off and be embarrassed that they just painted their own drivers. <laughs> Wait, is that, is that just your old driver? No! No. Stop looking at my belt! It's painting it. You're painting it right now! No, I'm not! Yes, you are! Just, it's just a card <laughs> paint ride. God, Vegas, that's pretty good. Decade V Cinema, the actual ending this time we promise. I'm down. Let's do it. What happened? Hey, wait, hey. what happened after Kaido shot him Look, in the face? I will be so okay with that if that actually happens. As so long as we get an actual explanation about who the fuck Narutaki is. Well, apparently they on the Blu-rays of Decade, they gave us the director's cut to the final episode, so we need to fucking watch that. There was actually a novel that they put out where they explained what Narutaki was. I just don't oh. remember it. Fucking! Someone has to check his wiki article. I'll check his wiki article. I remember reading that, I'm, and I talked about it with you guys in the chat so, weeks ago. But yeah, so... Um... He uh, summons Carter Knight, Carter Baron, because hoo 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 knight motif, so... Yep. I, I think I would have preferred Brave, honestly. That. I think Brave would have been funnier. That would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Although this was just to illustrate that he has access to both the Heisei and Neo Heisei riders. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so he summons Knight and Baron and then fucks off with Neo Invisible. You know, as he does. Yeah. As at the end do... Um, and then, yeah, we get to see another Blade, who, because it was created in this time and not the year the show aired, actually says 2019 on its back, which actually gives us an explanation why another Zeo says 2019. So, the year on the armor is whatever year they were spawned in, not the year the power set is from. Yep. Then, why did Ryuga still have 2002, because if it, it was, was the Ryuga of now? It wasn't, it was created in... Two, uh, no, no, it wasn't. Fuck! Right? 
No, that's a very good point. Because Mirror World! I don't fucking know! Exactly. Ah! Because Mirror World. God, I forgot about that. And the year on another quiz. And he hates you again. <laughs> and Blaze is pointing out the year on on another quiz said 2040, even though it was created modern day. Well, that's interesting. And Shinobi was the same, I think. To, to quote George Clooney, there's this... Or, not George Clooney, but Batman. There's just raises too many questions. I tried to give you some credit, Zio, but you fucked it up. Eh, anyways. Anyways, so another blade is attacking Photo Studios because she's looking for Hajime. Hajime-san. Wouldn't it have been funny if she attacked the Hikari Photo Studio, the one from Decade? Sure. And then <laughs> that's just where oh, the Oh, the huge freaking Tardis. Right. The house-sized TARDIS. Yes. The TARD the house. The I don't know. Mm-hmm. In the middle of our house. The house in the middle of our house? Yeah, like the game yes. yes. <laughs> Um, yeah. So we get to see a comment from White Waz where he says that if he doesn't get the ending he wants, then he's going to let the world be destroyed. So he clearly has... A lot more involvement in what's going on, but we don't really have much more info than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Zeo fights another blade and counters it with Gaim, which is an interesting choice, because Swordsman. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then we see Waz fighting the end to get the Gates watch and the Revive and Zeo 2 watches back. And the end answers that fight with Excel and Birth. Yay, Excel! Like, cause he says like, "Oh, uh, let's you're, see if you can." Count you're very your... mobile. Here, I'll counter your mobility so, with these. Yeah, and I'm like, what's... Excel, sure. What makes birth? birth? What makes Birth mobile? I'm surprised they didn't just bust out birthday form, like the fucking caterpillar tracks. <laughs> Should just done laser. We don't or have. Something. We, we, we don't have the suits <laughs> for that. Man. Oh yeah, it's Narutaki and his puppet from the Tokyo Gaim special. Yep. And then, in a move I genuinely could have, would have bet money against, we actually see Excel shift into his actual bike form. I loved that. That was awesome. That was cool. Hmm. What is it with people turning into bikes? It's Common Rider. So I, then, mean, I guess they're bikes Common Rider. So. so then, like, Waz had this plan the whole time to, like, get Gates's ride watch back, and Gates just wasn't falling for anything he was doing because he just knew Waz was full of shit. And he was going like, to use him as bait. Yeah. And so, like, Dan's just like, wow, like, he's you guys are good allies. And he's just like, he's not my ally. He's my roommate. <laughs> I love that line. Um, yeah, and we also get to see Hajime just roll up and transform into Chalice and use fucking spinning dance. That was great. Yep. And then, and then Blade shows up. And he's like, Chalice the fuck? You son of a bitch. I, I've been living in the woods for 15 years giving up my humanity for, for the sake of sealing you and the other undead away. So why the fuck are you out and about? You bitch. Piece of shit. Using your powers. Also, if you if you see it, he's Kenzaki's still wearing the same outfit from the finale of Blade. I figured that's what it was. It, yeah. did, it did look pretty ragged. That's a really, really nice touch. That's really good. Huh. Yeah. Um, so he he's into Blade. Something I noticed about if Henshin into Blade is if you pay really close attention, you can see where they've edited it because Blade and his suit actor aren't exactly the same height. <laughs> Also, the blade helmet's, like, yellowed a bit, which sucks. Noticeably. And he has, like, a purple undershirt. 
Yeah, like it's straight up just a purple shirt under the blade chest plate. Oh, and what's this? This is Waz featuring Glaive in our Ooh, chat. That's nice. Not bad. I think I want to see Waz featuring Lance because that's also green. It'll look really nice. Mm. Lance, huh? He died. Yes, Gar. Yes, he did. <laughs> um. So Dien and Gates have a shootout, which is pretty cool. And then uh, Gates does his time burst with targeting uh, Excel and... And he, uh, like, squishes Birth and Excel together. Like, he, like, kick. magnetizes them together in order to knock them both out with one kick. That was fucking badass. Yeah. Uh, and then the episode ends with uh, White Waz walking by with the ZO2 and Gates ride watches. And apparently, through some freak accident, they just he holds them out yeah. and spawns the Trinity Watch! Really weird, Before yeah. we go off of Zeo, we have to talk about one thing. Mm -hmm. And that's that we were discussing a little bit more exactly how White Waz's book works. Oh, yeah. Cause, oh. Yeah, because he, like, he was pissed off that, like, he didn't get his his powers back, so then he just, like, literally just wrote in his book, just... Black Waz goes to fight the end again. And I and I like that for some reason, even though it's a nickname that Sogo came up with, the magical objective time tablet accepts that Black Waz means that Waz. Because Sogo's the fucking ruler of time. And we Not were, in his timeline! And we were just talking about, like, he could write literally anything in that book. He could write, and then suddenly he poops his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like we touched but, on this. Suddenly, Black Wallace shit his pants. Basically, <laughs> seventeen you, you times. See, you just see him there, like, Ugh. oh shit. Wagamon, no. <laughs> and he enjoyed it. Oh. Like he can write anything there. Yeah, it like we, we talked about it a little anything. bit when White Waz showed up about yeah. how he has this magical cheat shit tablet that he doesn't use anywhere near as much as he could be. And just thinking about the kind of stupid shit that he could write in there and make happen is just mind-boggling. Like, well, he maybe, could maybe just he's... write, and then my savior killed Zio the end. It's probably, right? It's probably safe to assume he just can't use it too much because I'd fuck with time way too much. And then clearly... Godzilla showed up and because... killed everyone. Because Except clearly the, the man from the alternative future is worried about fucking up the timeline. Mm -hmm. I think that's what he's here for. <laughs> Uh, anyways, and uh, then Zeo left planet Earth for no reason. Forever! <laughs> and to see Sogo suddenly just rocket off into the sky. My planet needs me! <laughs> Sogo died on the way back to his own planet. So next week... Because you can't breathe in space. Next week we get the debut of Zeo Trinity. And oh my god. We actually saw a clip of the Zeo Trinity Henshin right before we started this recording. Oh boy! Oh my god, you're not gonna wanna miss next week's episode. Yeah, really. Oh, I, I do. I, oh, Vegas just pulled up the uh, explanation of uh, Narutaki. Yeah. Wait. Oh. What if Narutaki is Omazeo? No. <laughs> I would love that! Just suddenly, like, Omazeo on mess, it's just Narutaki. Ah! God. Apparently, Narutaki is a vampire who survives off the energy of common riders. Which would explain why Where's that link that I had? Supposedly ending them all. 
Um, but anyways, Kimboom! We got really fucking dark in episode three of this kid's show. Yeah, oh God, yeah. so Yui's like really, 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 really sad. <laughs> She's like yeah. very depressed. She's like suicidal a little. Well, not. Well, I don't think she has well, been suicidal. I think she just, she realized with the situation she was in that that was one of her options she had to let's, do. Yeah, so long story short, at the at the, end, at the end of episode two, there was a shot of Creon sneaking up behind Ui after she recorded the Zord fight. And we didn't really get to see last week what happened there. This week we understand. They it's, made a fucking Minosaur out of her. So, I, I, call, I call her evil baby buff. Oh yeah. But yeah, apparently Creon is female. Yeah. According to what I've heard. That's why I call her evil baby ball. That's what she reminds me of. A baby, yeah. baby ball snapped. Yeah, Kagi has got a, got a good point. Episode one. Mm. Well, uh, three people died in episode one, actually, Kagi. All three masters died. No, 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 he said one died, two got vaporized. Oh, yeah. yeah. In episode three. So, did nobody died in episode two? No, you no know, one died in episode I two. Assume, I assume the people in those buildings probably didn't fare terribly that. well. I was going <laughs> to say that. Because they made it very clear. Those buildings are still occupied. And they... they it was not Sunday. They, they destroyed a lot of buildings. <laughs> uh, and there were definitely no parachutes. <laughs> I feel like we should have waited to do this story a little later... Maybe to see if people care about Ui enough to be invested in this plotline. Because Let, let's develop her a little first, and make people actually like her before I mean, we do I liked this. her since she first showed be up. So you are not everyone, though, I right? Know, know people it. like me. I'm not saying I'm the majority or anything, but she's been kind of a grating presence. Oh, yeah, Kage, I'm on the same. You note. just don't I like don't her because her phone ring is her going. <clears throat> That's dumb, but that's not why no, I don't like it. Fuck you! I love it. it's adorable. I love you. I think the thing the thing I didn't like it's like her personality was like too much. It was like too ex extreme. It's like there's no middle ground. No well, middle ground. It's like from one extreme to another. Well, that that that's the thing. So like, what we found out about her character essentially is that like you know she's very lonely. Her father doesn't pay much attention to her like she uh like she he used to when she was a little girl. And, and so and she does so she does YouTube and stuff to kind of like keep get, her her mind to, off of it. Get people to look at her and 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 you know like her and stuff. And, and the weird part about that is usually when you see stories like that, you can clearly see the father being, like, negligent and such. But when you see him talk to her, it doesn't really seem like he's, like, noticeably negligent because, like, he's he seems to be friendly to her and, and, and like, it's not like he's ignoring her or anything. He's well, just... He's just like, oh, oh, wait, oh, yeah, hello. Well, hello. I mean, here's the thing. He makes mention that he's an arch. They mention he's an archaeologist, and he mentions numerous digs that he was a part of where he found the temples. But it's, Ch it's chances are he's not negligent. He just hasn't been around a whole lot because he's yeah, been off doing the archaeologist thing. And but it kind of, I think there was a mention that she would go on those with him though. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's not really very well explained, but we're led to 
operate under the assumption that she's lonely and I mean it's, it, we don't know that she and has she's any a, and she's a really shitty editor <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I'm not necessarily shitty editor just her videos are shit as we've been led to believe yeah poor co I mean like she films a zord fight what kind of editing do you need to do to that everything um, but the main the main focus of this episode also is that we get the debut of Riesel Green and Riesel Black Toa and Bamba and I will yep. say Toa is a fucking douchebag see see I Dog, yeah. Yeah. I was holding off on that one, but yeah, no, she's no, female. Go, no, no, she, she is no, she is female Japanese Logan Paul. No, 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 no we are no. not going there. We're not comparing her to that piece. Of Nothing shit. she's done could possibly have gone that far. In the first episode, she was in the Suicide Forest. Okay, that that part is true. <laughs> Okay, moving on. She wasn't, she wasn't filming a fucking corpse she in there. Doing anything she related been. to actual suicide? I'm sure she she's has fucking common sense. Pretending it was the Amazon that. rainforest. That was it. So she was just pretending it was a completely different forest. Moving on. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, Toa's an asshole. Okay, I think I'm going to like Toa. Yeah, I know you are. Here's the thing. Yes, they are pricks to the others. But they're right for the on the point that they are better Ryu soldiers than them. What I don't agree with, which no one should agree with, is the whole yeah you spawned the Minosaur, so we're gonna stab yeah, you. Yeah, so like when like after like the fight or whatever like that, just like Bomba just goes like about to fucking kill you, and I was like no, nice. no. I love how he actually tries to do that with the others like in re in range. Like obviously they're gonna stop it's you, asshole. I wonder genuinely if they have killed people. No, they probably have! Oh, this yeah. is a thing they've been doing. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, no, it's, no. no. Here's, the pro here's the problem. Fighting the thing when it's weak and regular sized is what they've been doing. But they don't have their... They don't actually, have their swords. Actually, I think it didn't... When in the first episode, wasn't that like the first Minosaur? They were off training somewhere. Yeah, but they weren't killing people. Well, yeah, the minosaurs yeah. weren't a thing. The in episode two, one. when they showed up, they However, were training. That minosaur but was a full size. That means they've that person mentioned who was it. Ma it was made from is yeah. dead. But here's the thing: they've mentioned it. They mentioned, "Oh, hey, we're experienced. We know what we're doing. Trust us." Kind of people, and they. This was what they jumped to when they were doing when they were fighting the actual monster. Yeah, we can kill it now. Easy, whatever. The minute it grows, they don't have their swords. Yeah. The minute it grows, the only way to kill these things is to fucking kill a guy. So, it, I don't think we can conclusively say that they've murdered people. I think that... I bet you they have. They, ca they came to that conclusion, but there weren't any Minosaurs before the show started. We, we can't say for sure what happened to whoever the fuck spawned the first one, but I don't think we have enough evidence to conclusively say that Toa and Bonbon murdered them, because if they had done so, then the monster wouldn't have been a thing. Because if the monster grew big then it's complete and there's no need to kill the person anymore. Question. First episode. It wasn't necessarily the first Minosaur. All we know is that's the first one that found their base. So what the hell we did don't, the others do? We don't know how long the, the uh, villains have been back on Earth. The first episode is just when they found the temple. 
Yeah, you know what? I'm going to let you have that and one. And Black and Green have been out and about doing whatever for a while and seem to be a lot more experienced and know more about these things than the three of them. Okay, I grant you that. It, so it's, it's very possible that they've murdered people. It is very possible. That and maybe that's why people. giant minosaurs haven't happened before the show. <laughs> so, so they're like the... So they're like the Go Riders then from Hurry Yeah, Kinder. kinda. But I, I kind of like Toa. He's got a snappy attitude, and he's not entirely unjustified in it. Again, I don't agree with the stabbing bit, but they've got attitude, they've got skills, and they back up their claims. Uh, also, I really like that Toa kind of seems like a younger Taiga from Exit. Hmm. Even not even just his, the way he talks, but his face and his eyes, the way he, the attitude he gives them, just screams early early game Taiga. Hmm. Uh, Bonba seems to be the type of person who speaks as few words as possible but makes a big impact I have yeah. one emotion serious yeah no like I, as much as I didn't like what he was trying to do to Yui I, I feel like Bonba's gonna be my favorite just cause I like I like how serious he is and I know he's gonna have a hilarious moments where like he's gonna have an, there's gonna be an episode where he just like co-hangs out with them or something like that and just like Co will bring out like his more kind of like funny side or something, and just like he'll make him Baba like lighten up <laughs> a bit sometimes. So I, I feel like there will be some good comedy moments with him, probably few and far between, but I expect some. He is the Drax of the group. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I also really like that Toa just straight up has a Legend of Zelda tunic. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Man, <laughs> he's Link. Put a fucking Link hat on. He's Link. Yep. I honestly thought I was going to like Toa. But I think it's more or less I like his ranger design. Yeah, Russell Green's pretty cool. I like Russell Black's design a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm holding out hope that Blue will will develop. And he kind of does this episode. Yeah, so the Minnesota that we got this week and I hate that they're just probably going to continue the whole like faces on the chest thing. I fucking hate that. Probably. It's stupid. It seems to just what? be the theme Wait. of the Minosaurs, though. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know what they remind... You know what uh, the Medusa one reminded me of? Hmm. It reminded me a bit of the uh, one of the Master Orgs from Gal Ranger and Wild Force. Yeah. It was like the third Highness Duke with the, with I the know mouth what you're talk- I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I just don't remember the name. I can't remember his name either at the moment. Kagedex, please don't. I, I really hope Bonba doesn't get as bad as Gunpei. I don't know who that is. From Goandra. Gunpei is Goan Black, where he started off very serious, but as the show went on, he became a comedic joke. Well, that's- I just dislike Gunpei because he was a like a police officer or something, and he literally ran up to the Goandras and was like, you guys suck, you don't deserve powers, give me powers. I'm taking your powers. Now I have powers. You guys still suck. And, and then we I... found out he wasn't he wasn't even a cop. He oh, was lying. Oh good. So I can hate him completely justified. Yep. He should get arrested for that. Fucking fun. So I really, really, really hope Bonva doesn't turn out to be the same kind of character. I'll be fine if he is. I mean, they the two of them do kind of have that, oh, you don't deserve to be real soldiers like us thing, but they're not super explicit about it. They're just saying, yeah, you guys suck, we're better. You know what, I'm just going to say it now. They're the misfit soldiers. Like, even though we're only three episodes in, 
I can't feel it. Like, for some reason, it feels like something's missing from this show. Yeah, every time I'm like, watching, like, uh, like it, I'm... it doesn't feel like Sentai. I'm I'm hopeful. I I I I kind of like where this is going so far, and I'm and, looking forward to more. And, I mean, you know what, Gar? That might just be because the whole team hasn't been fully like, yeah. We're we're, yet. we're still in setup here. Um, but yeah. So green and black are the misfit soldiers. Our souls are better. Ten points for that reference. No, Emily. Did you get it? I unfortunately was a little bit spaced out there. I said that green and black are the misfit soldiers. Their souls are better. I swear to God, that sounds super familiar. It's Gem. Oh my God, it's Gem. <laughs> we are the misfits. Our songs are better. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, like I, I can hear the tune, and I was just yeah. thinking, what are the real lyrics? <laughs> I love how, how, how um, like, blatant that is, though, that they just literally sing, our songs are better. Yeah, fuck them. They might as well just say, we're evil. Yeah. <laughs> we are antagonists. They, I mean, they kind of do, yeah. but... Um, yeah, so the monster of the week spawned from Ui's loneliness is a Gorgon, or Medusa, whatever you want to call it, and it wants people to look at it like she wants her dad to look at her or wants her audience on youtube to look at her you could argue attention attention deficit disorder i don't know if it's that no it's not just ADD. she just wants to be loved and appreciated and noticed why won't you look at me just gives me flashbacks to adelie from god xu hmm. um yeah, so the monster she spawned it, uh, just goes around getting people to look at it. And, like, after they figure out what's going on, they fight without looking at it. But there's a good amount of time where they're fighting it as if it was not affecting them. So I feel like they could have easily fought it without focusing on its weird nipple eyes. Right. But, yeah, like... So Ko looks at the the eyes and gets turned into stone, and that's how they figure out not to look at her. So then they just like awkwardly flail their swords around like fucking morons. Hey, hey guys, I think I'm getting it. You're hitting a tree. Oh, shit. Just so, cut down the rest of the tree. <laughs> so that's when black and green show up. They they flash. They blind it with Mabushi soul and then pull out their signature ones, Haya soul and Kata soul, and 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 fight it off. <laughs> And, and, and like, okay, Vegas Bear just said the best thing. Oh God, he saw boobs and got hard. No, unfortunately, I cannot refute that. <laughs> Look at my boobs. <laughs> oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was okay. sorry about the random tangent. It is related. Okay, but. Because I, I wasn't here la last week, and that was the first real Minosaur encounter, aside, like, when we actually saw how they were made. Yeah. And I hope it isn't a grudges of me to mention Precure again, but Go ahead. the way the Minosaurs work, especially the way that they repeat a certain word or phrase that is related to the desires of the person they're made from, mm -hmm. and how they're made out of, like, the negative energy of that person... They're freaking Desertorians from Heartpatch. They work almost exactly the same way. Yeah. Including having one of the early episodes have one of the main characters become one. That's interesting. You know, I, you know, 
I don't think it was on I purpose, though. I think that's what's missing. Mm-hmm. Just the whole interaction with the general with the monsters of the week. Well, because they're was... not really like they're not really focused on fighting. It's just a focus on one goal. Yeah, they're here. They're doing a thing. They're not trying to fight. Yeah, so there's like there's no banter between. Be, yeah. between the fight. But that sort of leads to what I was going to say next is what's really interesting is that Creon and Tank Joe are like in the fray fighting as well. It's not just fighting the monster of the week and the mooks. Tank Joe and Creon get involved and I really like that and I hope that stays a consistent. Until Tank Joe dies in like episode 6 or something we get our next general. Right, of course. No wait, he's a rook. He's a 10. He'll die in episode 10. Which means the next one will be Bishop. And we'll just work our way through. Rook, Bishop, Knight. Another Bishop. Probably another crappy Rook. Tank Joe gets revived, so we have another Rook. Yeah. Yep. Hmm? Um, yeah, and so... King and Queen will be the last. Probably. Then so... the Queen will probably sacrifice herself for the King. So green and black chase off the monster. Tank Joe dummies blue and pink so they can't go after them, and and then we cut back to Ui and her dad's lab house, and apparently they decided to drag the stoned red Russell Red back to the lab, and then use the mist soul to turn him back to normal instead of just doing that first. Right. So, so it can be assumed that they pointlessly. Interesting. They dragged his stoned ass. Yeah. Fucking hide, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what is Smoking that? Smoking up during our fight. This Russell Red stoned. Had to what? drag his stoned ass back to the house. Although, realistically, you know what they probably did since we know it exists? They used the Karu Soul to make him light and then just pushed him probably. home. Probably. <laughs> that just left him up into the air. Wait a minute. They have a reverse soul. That too. So why didn't they just reverse him? This show will have so many gimmicks that could be of so much utility use that won't actually happen. That they'll use like one time or twice. Right. Hey, that's we something else they have see- in common with Heartcatch. The Heart Seeds were power ups. They use that like three times ever. And just like all recent <laughs> yeah. Sentai. Do you really recommend Heartcatch after Smile Precure? Because that's my plan for Precure. I, I mean, don't think there's an, any actual particular order that they go in, with the exception of. Seasons which are direct sequels to previous seasons, obviously. I was going to say, what other order besides chronological order? Yeah, like, like they're in? The, they rarely reference previous series with the exception of movies and anniversary seasons, which sometimes do. Yeah. Mm. Um, I that's I watched Heartcatch first and then Smile after, but that's just because I watched them when they aired. Um, I like both of them. In fact, those are probably my favorite, too. Um, Hugto's up there, too. Hugto was amazing. Um, I don't think a, any of the seasons are bad, though. So there are some people who say some are bad, but I, I'm sorry I'm rambling. I apologize. Okay. I'm, I'm too optimistic. I, I, I don't like criticizing things. I can see something good in everything. That's fair. <laughs> so after it really this... depends as to which you find... Sorry, which, which most appeals to you. Yeah. Yeah. So after they uh, thaw out Russell Red, we get the scene where they try to stab Ui, and then they just leave. And Ui apparently hears the speech about 
Yeah, it's because of the person that they've attached to that the negative emotions are making the Minosaurs grow, so we need to get rid of the human host to stop them from becoming complete. So yeah, so she, like, decides to go to the place where she used to excavate fossils with her dad when she was a little girl, and decides to try to jump off uh, into the, like, river below. Yeah. And kill herself. So I, I was watching that episode earlier, and I'm just watching her do it. It's like, okay, I had a feeling this is where this was going, but holy shit, they're actually going there. Yeah. And then, um, but on the flip side, isn't this probably the worst thing you could do at this point? Yeah. I mean, it realistically, okay, you're gonna kill yourself because if you die, the monster dies. Okay, cool. But that gigantic spike of negative emotions you're about to have before that happens... Just watch you throw yourself off, but that spike of negative emotions completes the monster. Which kind of does happen, because as she's standing there at the edge of the cliff, the monster does grow giant. So yes, in fact, that did happen. Except not fully completed, because it didn't fully suck her energy drive, but... Well, it doesn't... It was about to. But once again, if she... I guarantee you, if she threw herself off... You know, the pain of dying... Well, that too, but before she died, I guarantee all those negative emotions... Yeah complete the monster before you hit the ground yeah hopefully we don't actually find out any confirmation on that theory and there's also on the theory of whether or not you know if she did jump who's saying that she would die oh god that's really oh, morbid Jesus. but you're right yeah true <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, there, is a, there is a river below I mean she it was water there, yeah, there could have been like a really bottom. shallow river. Yeah, it could have been shallow. There could have been a rocky beach next, rocky so, area next to yeah, it. Yeah, so so Asuna stops her and she goes like, like, where are your friends? We care about you. And like, it flashes back to like Ko saying like, don't do that. She's our friend. And she let us live in her house. Yeah, and so she's like, oh, birthday. So Asuna kind of like she like gets knocked out because of like all the negative energy coming out of her to feed the Minosaur, and so Asuna. Just and then even her. though they carried Ko's stone heavy ass home, Asuna decides to leave Ui unconscious there, right next to the cliff. She just tried to jump off. Mm-hmm. Well, she's unconscious, so whatever. Except she doesn't know that Toe and Bamba are around. Mm-hmm. Well, they they ready like, to they're... cut her fucking head off. I don't know how the fuck Asuna didn't see them. They weren't hiding at all. I don't know. They were slightly out of my peripheral <laughs> fucking vision. Like Bomb, like I made the example of Bomb Bomb being the Drax of the group. Just I was moving very slowly. Oh yeah. Also, let's talk about the, visibility. The, the gigantic logic leap where Asuna sees Ui's missing, talks to her dad. All he says is that she had something to do, and Asuna somehow pieces together exactly where she is. Yeah, that she's at the site. How the fuck do you know that? That's a very good... I mean, for her, sure, but, you know, the other two, more of a moment for me of, no, they weren't going to let her out of their sight the whole time. No, yeah, Toa and Bamba probably followed her. Toa and Bamba, I understand, they probably followed her ass because they weren't going to let her out of their sight because they still said that they were going to have to kill her. They weren't going to let her run the fuck away, no matter what she was trying to do. But Asuna makes, like, a three-point logic shot. Hmm. Anyways. tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, we cut back to the monster, which has now grown giant, and the most hilarious thing ever. So, 
like anyone within range of the monster is like pointed their phones at it filming it and then it decides to use its stoning ability on everyone in the area which not only turns to stone everyone who's near it but everyone watching any of the videos being filmed <laughs> holy shit that was great mm -hmm. take that modern technology <laughs> And then they form Kishi Ryu Three Knights. Yeah, which and what's, was cool. What's neat is um, Asuna actually names both Anki Rose and Triken. And herself. for some stupid fucking reason, the equipment just knows to call them that. It just accepts the name entry. Anki Rose. Anki Rose. Actually had those names before, but then they like beam them into the heads of the people, so they thought they came up with them or something. No, I don't think so. I, I think it. Yeah, I, I think they kind of wrote themselves into a corner there. It's because like uh, well, because apparently Co named Tiramigo Tiramigo, but yeah. then you hear the equipment like his rear soul changer go Tiramigo, so it's like. So the Ryu soldiers have some sort of speech-to-text technology in their Morphers. I, I think they should have just made them because we know they can talk, or to, like Ko can understand them. They should have just went, oh, his name is Tiramigo, that's Anki Rose, and that's Triken. Like, he could have just said that in the line. Would have been easy. So. Yeah. Um, and one thing we didn't mention last week is that when the when they summon their Zords and like go into like battle modes, the Ryu Soul actually pulls a fucking Ultraman and just vroom 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 grows giant and rides them. And I fucking love those effects. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so Kishi Ryuo fights the monster by itself for a bit. Uh, and then uh, while Toe and Bamba are attempting to stab Ui again, Anki Rose and Triken bust out of their and their caves. And the two of them are just like, wait, these two actually have their fucking Kishi Ryu? Okay, well maybe we don't have to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what did we miss? <laughs> they went for Starbucks. <laughs> That's actually amazing. Strongest battle MVPs. I love oh that. Oh my! I I was gonna ask what the um what the sash said because yeah, I couldn't see it. I love that. That's cute. So yeah, apparently seeing their Kishiro just changes Toa and Bamba's minds and they decide to just bring the unconscious Ui back home. It's like, wait, these guys actually have a method for fighting the giant monsters? Oh, okay, well that changes everything. We don't need to kill a person if we can actually kill the monster. Yeah. That, that felt like that's what that was to me. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um... But yeah, so they decide to fight off the giant monster with throwing more gimmicks at it by... Having Triken dig up the ground, having Ankyros smash it into shards, and then using the Karu Soul to make them float. And then reforming them into a road that acts as a blindfold? I feel like we could have just used the shards to stab the eyes out. That's yeah. what I thought so, they were going for, but... but we so gotta congrats, the... the rangers just put a bra on a monster. Yes. A, a concrete bra. Yeah. Talk about Iron Maiden, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so we get to see the actual transformation of Kishiro Three Knights and it's fucking badass. Which now I'm questioning, why was it Three Knights in the first episode? But because it was already put, it was already put but now together they're when it came it like out of the a cave. big thing. They had to show it off because that's like the main Megazord form. 
Three Nights is yeah. the equivalent of Go Bustero, whereas Kishiro is the equivalent of Go Buster Ace. But yeah, they had they didn't have time to explain it, so Three Nights just pops out in the first episode for the sake of showing off the Megazord. But now it's like now we've like formed a bond with our sword, so now we can do it for real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, know, I still to... just feel like this show's missing something. Well, like I said, we're still in setup, so I feel like next episode going forward is sort of where we've hit our groove. Yeah. Hope so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to more Bamba. I can't wait to see like uh an episode just where he... I honestly like I'm looking forward to him just hanging out with Ko. I hope him and Ko have an episode together. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. And right before the episode ends, we get my favorite moment where they decide to question the powers of the monster of the week. So I get that Ui wanted people to look at her, but why was it turning people to stone? Because Ui's videos are shit. I can't fucking believe yeah, that. Like, Goes watching one of her videos and he just hear like, and then he falls back on conscience. And, and then like Ui just like runs over to him and he's just like, it's like, who did this to you? It was That's Ui. funny. Uh, it was Ui. Oh, if you want to watch shit, go watch Ultra Ranger. Wow, Gar. Is that reverse like? Show's not shit. It's actually epic. So yeah, uh, I st- I thought this was a pretty good episode, and I'm really excited to Is see more of the show. Judy Hopps and Rocket Raccoon. Oh no, it's, it's, it's a, a Hoffa shirt. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry, I apologize. Okay. I just noticed it. Um. So yeah, anyone else's thoughts on your soldier going forward? Um, like I have to agree with Gar. Just like something's off because like I don't know why. Like every time I watch this episode, I'm kind of just like watching it, and then I kind of don't remember a lot of what happened it's i remembered See, a lot in this episode just because we just it was watched big, it. no no but it was because it was a big focus on yui and yeah. so i like her a lot so here's my thoughts on this so far it's like so far with this series it feels like it's rushing the living shit out of itself yeah there's a lot to set up and it's, it, it's doing no, it i feel really like briskly. i feel like they did it to themselves too because as of so far, it's not hard for the Minosaurs to fucking get to their final form. There's like maybe one encounter with the monster in its smaller form, and then suddenly it's big. I mean, we have to have a Megazord fight. It's well, yeah, but it's just we in other in other Sentai's. Yeah, no, the monster's running around, and they actually have to defeat it first. In this series, they're they have that one encounter with the monster. They get fucked over by the generals for a second, so the monster gets away, and then the next time they see it, it's already big. Actually, yeah, now that There's you no, that... There is no defeating the monster first, they just grow. Oh my god. Really? That's yeah, what's I, missing. Maybe... Oh my god. That's it! That's what's wrong with That's this show! That's it! Great, you figured it out! So there's no, like, ranger finishers. So, I just... Oh my oh, no, god! Not, there's no ranger finishers. It's the just... ranger forums seem altogether pointless at this point. Yeah, because they just show up, they try and fight, they fail, and oh hey look, big monster! Summon the megazords. Oh no! Fucking young. Have, have That's really bad. Uh, I I noticed with the show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One being um, with the Tyrannosaurus. Uh, Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Or the Kishiryu. Yeah, it's like at the moment it's uh 
it's only like one person who's powering it and it's always been the red one but like if it's supposed to be a team thing like are they going to eventually have like the team together that's what that's what three knights is that's what three knights is that that's sentai it's blue red blue and pink combined and as yeah, we saw in the preview, next episode is going to be red and green. Yeah, the, the, the black and green swords aren't even in the show yet. Yeah, and then the other thing is, I don't know what is what it is uh, they're doing, but Yui, I find, if anything is rushed, rushed it's, it's her. Because what I get from her is she reminds me so much of that chick from the uh, the four-part series, the one where they had to like, fight. Oh, Rita? Day. Yeah, the Rita chick. Like She was like hyper- crazy wild all over the place and then at the end it was like and then all of a sudden she was suicide, just suicidal evil and like fucked up in the head well, not suicidal she was just like oh i want to i want to do good but i'm doing I mean, it in a bad te- way technically she was suicidal because she wanted to destroy the entire universe you know which like, she's she, in Yui reminds me too much of her and it's like so close after like this happening so like i maintain that Ui's plot arc of her being depressed and all that should have been saved for further down the line when we got to know her better. Yeah, this, this, point, this it, was it, way too soon. At this point, it almost sounds, it almost sounds like they're setting her up to be like a, a, a it, villain or a mon, uh, like a big monster in the show. No. Not even. They already just did that. The, the problem here is, and like, this episode felt like it should have been like a two-parter oh, in yeah. the middle of the series. Once we'd gotten to know her more, and it should have been like a major fucking character development moment for everyone involved, not just yeah, like, some shit that happened in episode three. If yeah, fit- like I I understand what you're talking about because it would have been like, oh, all this time they've just been doing random people, but what would happen if it was like one of their friends? Yeah, like they could have been like, oh, us. the real soldiers are hanging out with this woman, we should target her, mwahaha. Because that was the thing that like even shows like Sailor Moon did where. They would always just target random people, and then midway through the show, they would start targeting people of importance. Um, but yeah, no, I I think it should have been a two-parter, you're right, because then we would have also had more time to address why Ui is depressed. Like Not the just, stakes oh, would have been, like the stakes would have been higher. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Now that I realize that thing about the, no, the non-ranger finishers, that is a terrible portent. I really yeah. hope they fix that. And I don't even know oh, how they would. Oh, they'll probably come up with something about how, like, oh, the mini swords will split into two. There will be a small one and a big one. Huh? Eh. Eh, I don't hey, know. I don't really know. You know, I, I, I was going to say that sounds a bit contrived, but it's Sentai, and I'm sure they're not above that kind of stupidity. I'm, I mean, I'm, hecking. I'm going to remain in Kyoryuger, they grew the monsters by pouring water on them. Yeah, so but they it, were sponges? Th- at least that was a case of they got defeated and then revived first. The method by which they got revived is largely inconsequential. Yeah. It's so I'm just thinking like they'll, prob- like they'll probably gradually start doing things more, these ones, hopefully. These ones do grow over time instead. I, I feel like what they could do is the monster gets defeated and there's nothing but like the bare essence of it left. And then somehow, whatever negative emotion the human host has gets amplified, like, like, oh, you, you're depressed, we're gonna make you more depressed somehow, and that just, like, surges more negative energy out, which causes the monster to revive. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like that's probably the easiest way to do it. Unfortunately, that will require them coming up with tragic shit to happen for every episode, so we'll see how successful they do. Yeah. 
Well, anyways, yeah. let's move so, on to our feature topic. So next week is uh, Ko versus Toa and the debut of Tiger Lance and possibly Mill Needle as well. And yes, our feature topic for the for this week. All right. So, Gar, give us a little preface this on this. This is amazing. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, like after we were done Metal April, I didn't realize there was a movie for the original Android Kikider show, which it's called Andro- Jumping Out Android Kikider or Flying High Android Kikider, whichever. It's probably it like one day, which could be interpreted either way. Yeah, it came out in March of 1973, and it also it appeared it was bleh, it was screened as a part of the Toei Manga Festival. Which the screening hold a total of five films. So this actually including... aired in like a theater. It was with other people. Yeah. yeah. It it came with The Great Adventures of Panda, Baby <laughs> Two, Mazinger Z. Oh, cool. <laughs> Himitsu no Nakonochan, and Kamen Rider V three in the movie, which was just the first two episodes. Okay. Yeah, so right because as, they did debut V three as a movie first, just intro them, and then made the actual series. So that was yeah. probably the pilot episode, which was the first two episodes. Okay. Oh wait, if we need to talk about this, I'm gonna pull up my three D glasses because this movie <laughs> and I'm just like is in three oh, D. Oh, it aired Except alongside the Mazinger movie. In 3D, it's in oh, black cool. and white. We'll get to ET, that. I, okay. love, I love for the, I love for the picture you used for the topic. You used the reboot Kikider. I was too lazy to look <laughs> up a good picture of the original. We have there... one though. Oh my god! I couldn't find it. All right. Anyway, so yeah. the movie opens with fucking Shang Tsung in his uh, underground science lab. Oh, you oh you mean Professor Gills? Yes, yeah. telling the audience specifically that he's going to destroy the big five cities of Japan. The, the probably that probably the ones that were the festival was probably held in. I'd like to think that would be hilarious. That, that's probably it. <laughs> you are in danger right now. <laughs> that, that's bullshit. I just thought like he's he's talking to the camera and he looks like Shang Tsung, so I'm like just, Your city is mine. Woo! But, but yes, oh, this, movie. The, the, the big thing about this movie was it was in 3D. Uh, oh yeah. Or, I, or rather I, certain fight scenes were I, to be viewed with 3D glasses. I saw it. The three D in this movie, I got I gotta say guys, was Fantastic. Oh, oh God. And I couldn't like really So good. Oh. Like when Sand Lizard like threw his tongue out, like at uh, Kikai, oh, I thought I thought he was actually throwing it at me, like holy man, shit. Man, I swear to I God. actually was choked. Was when, right when, when the 3D came on every time, I swear to God, it the the everything looked so nice, it looked like the film went back fifty years. Yeah, it looked, <laughs> it looked so good it looked like it was black and white. <laughs> I was yeah, so uh, invested in the action that I lost the ability to see color. Right? <laughs> yeah. So apparently, when they uh, re-released this on the Toei channel, a disclaimer was added at the beginning, and the stereo image part was broadcasted in monochrome. So that's why it's in black and white. Amazing. I feel like that's so, not good enough. 
right? Well, no, well, no, because like, like chances are the actual screen was probably the actual color from those scenes, or <laughs> it's just red okay. and blue. I'm just thinking because it was filmed in like apparently it was filmed that way. Oh, is there a version that actually? Oh, yeah. has? oh yeah. hang on. So, so no, they only eight, had three? the they only had the all red and the all blue film yeah. versions. So they had they so, couldn't mix it into an actual version. So they just monochromed so, it. Yeah, so according to the Japanese Wikipedia page, a three a three dimensional part movie film shot in a special format called anaglyph type red and blue filters at the entrance of the cinema. Oh. Wow. So so yeah, this movie was heavily meant to just be in three D. Fucking magic. I was I have to one of the things I mentioned earlier is like one of the things I got from it is I got a like I got a kind of a Logan's Run vibe from, uh, because of how old it is. But then, like, when you switch, like, the black and white stuff, I kind of got, like, if you think, uh, Beverly Hillbillies, like, black and white slapstick. Mm-hmm. I haven't humor. seen either of those. Logan's Run's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry to like, any of our cinephiles <laughs> listening. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, he talks about his plan to destroy the five cities, and the audience, like, shouts back at him. And the plot device is literally a a weird flux capacitor looking thing that is made of apparently the almighty metal, which is something that is sought by everyone over the course of the movie. And it looks like tinfoil. Oh yeah, half the shit in this movie looks like it's made of fucking tinfoil and paper mache. (laughs) Including many of the monsters. Oh my god, fucking monsters. Oh, we're gonna get to those guys. Well, I I remember, I remember when we talked about the original Kakaider that, like, I remember I looked up, like, a lot of these fucking monsters and their names, and I looked up, like, what they looked like, and I was just, like, blown away with how just, like, shitty they looked. I mean, it's a different time. God damn! Like we we know how old these are, but so, it's it's not going to stop us from laughing at them. So it's just a disclaimer on that. Anyway. So what I gathered the plot of this movie was that it's pretty much the same as the fucking show. the The father of these two kids, who was also the creator of Kikaider, lost his memory, and he's just wandering around, and they don't ever notice him when he's around, and they're just like, that oh, is, that oh, Jiro, 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 and they're just that isn't and, even the plot. That's just that's just describes things that happened between the other scenes the actual plot of the movie is that this other person yuka the, the girl in the red apparently has a key that was left to her by her boyfriend brother and it's not super clear who was murdered by more of dark's monsters so she has this pendant that apparently is able i don't remember this being explained but by by merit of what we see it end up doing a key made of the same almighty metal that is able to destroy Dark's laboratory because that's what it ends up doing when we see it used at the end of the movie. So Dark has targeted her in order to get this pendant off her to stop them from, from destroying Dark's labs. Spoilers, it got destroyed, but it doesn't yeah. change anything. Yeah. Is it just like like back to normal in the next episode? Like, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Because Dark's located, like, everywhere in Japan. They blow, they blow up the lab that used the almighty metal to revive all of the monsters from the show. And and then Jiro's like, good, now he won't be able to revive those monsters and fucks off. And the movie ends. And then I guess the show proceeds on as normal. Which means it was just like, 
here's an here's all the old monsters again blow them up cool here's let's go fight the next one but that's basically what the movie about, was let's talk about han hanpei and how han he was pen. yeah oh, he's pen. named after a fish cake first of all <laughs> what? 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 you don't know what search for han let, let me just show you what hanpen is it's I forgot about and, this magnificent motherfucker. It's a type. Which he remind he reminds me so much of Klinger from Mash, and I think like, it's just because he dresses in women's drag. Yeah, like he dresses up as his normal outfit is Sherlock Holmes wannabe. He dresses up as a woman in one shot, and I thought that was Yuka when we saw him from the window until it zoomed in. That's Hanpen. Oh, okay. It's a type of fish cake that is described as being sort of marshmallowy, fluffy, and it's made of ground fish and um uh ground uh, yam i believe ironically yeah, that completely like, yeah, that describes like the character yeah, but it's just super random that that's his name <laughs> like that that description you gave perfectly describes the character <laughs> <laughs> and, my and, mind is trying to figure that out <laughs> you work on that but yeah most of the movie he's dressed up like he just stepped out of fucking aladdin And it's completely unexplained. He just changes costumes randomly throughout the movie. Because he's a spy. He's a detective. And then he changes the time, wasn't it on like, the beach or desert thing anyways? Well, he's not a very for, good one because he no, goes around no. shouting his fucking name at for everyone. Sakes, he dressed up as Charlie Chaplin once walking around. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, no. Like he did the walk and everything. Speaking of weird, unexpected shit, like, after we see the intro, it cuts to a marching band singing When the Saints Go Marching In. I did not expect that in this Japanese movie. I don't know if that's, like, an international song, but... I think so. Pretty well, from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Sand, sand Lizard, a.k.a. the monster that had blade for nipples. It straight he up had fan blade nipples. He had cooling fans for nipples. Like yes. pulled straight out of a computer. Complete with grate covers over yep. them, which we thought were like blades. Mm. But like he's like the the monster of this movie because he's the one that's fought the most. And every time well, he shows up and starts fighting, put on your 3D glasses! <laughs> you heard him, kids. Put on your 3D glasses. No, it's just Freaking goddamn! Such a weird monster. All the monsters in this room. Every noise he made was very unsettling. So then, like they're they're about to like they're getting attacked in like what's like kind of like a desert area or something like that. And then all you hear, you just suddenly hear a guitar, and it's like oh, it's Zero. And I swear to God, I don't know if we talked about it before, but it sounds like the opening notes to Roundabout. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm just ready for like change just has one string on the guitar I love when Yuka is just running along the beach and she spots the plane and then we see like Mooks driving the plane and she just runs away from the plane like she thinks she can outrun it did you see the Mooks awesome sneakers no. <laughs> they wore sneakers. Oh, good. <laughs> so they're the mooks from Gun Caliber. Yep. 
By the way, I, I saw the... I finally watched the backer cut of Strega, which is Garage Heroes uh, indie tokusatsu film and a sequel to Gun Caliber. It was fucking awesome. Everyone should go oh. support Garage Hero. And for those who forgot or didn't know, I interviewed the creator, Bueno, if you look up Nice Friendly Chat Ranger. Oh, yeah, that was oh, a long time ago. Oh, okay. So, yep. so I can't promote Ultra Ranger, but you can promote Nice Friendly Chat Ranger, where there's only one episode of. I, I don't mind you promoting Ultra Ranger. I just don't want you sticking images on the screen. <laughs> anyway. Um, is it just me, or did Sand Lizard sound like fucking Krusty the Crown? Crusty the crown. Crusty the crown. Crusty the crown. I'm tired. Is this the Crusty crown? No, this is. Hey, I'm not sounding like Crusty the clown. So, yeah, the thumbnail is just going to be Saiyan Lizard with freaking Crusty's face over him. Will they be seeing that while looking at this picture? I mean, with this, I think we're all tired. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Alright, so I think we should just wrap this up then. Uh,. Because there's not really a whole lot to say about the Key Kinder movie. Well, there's a lot to say about the monster count. Oh my god, when they. Sad Gorilla, uh, Orange Snail, Grey Pussy. Pussy. Okay, I have to say that's just the suburbs being assholes. Yeah, they 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 need the squid one, fucking Squidward Tentacles. But they didn't even need to do that. It was funny enough even without it. Yeah, so So, like. So, guys, get, get this. This was subbed in English by Russians. What oh, the yeah. fuck? That, you know what? Yes. that explains look, everything. Look. But it wasn't in yellow text! You know, oh, no, that's the Chinese issue. <laughs> I'm, wow! I'm so not the Chinese, even... That's the Chinese text is yellow? Yes! I'm not even... That's not even racist. <laughs> that is fact. No, I believe you. I feel like I just had to highlight that. It's like freaking every single du- every single subtitle done in Hong Kong uses <laughs> that same yellow text. No, I know, I know. But it's just, awful. The, the, Burns the my fucking eyes. cat monster who has a fucking phone rotary dial on its belt, they sub as Grey Pussy. And I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. And then they, Sad they, Gorilla! No. But it's funny no, that we, no. we recognize that, because no one else would have recognized the phone word or anything. They subbed one of the characters as Dark Horse when you clearly hear him say Black Horse. Just like everything else, whenever something says black, they change it to dark. But I think I think the highlight of this entire movie... That's that just fucking, tentacles. No, that killed everyone, especially Emily the most, was just when... Oh they're they're God, all separate. They're all the monsters here. are separated into teams, and then we get the Sky Team, and apparently the Octopus the Monster so is we part of the Sky like, Team. Why is the Octopus of the Sky Team? The Octopus just freaking nudes the, the, into the air, collides with another guy, and they explode. <laughs> they just, yeah, and explode. And oh, there's dying. also this one shot where it's clear that they did a jump cut to remove the suits. Before yeah, when they kill like the Team ground. ground or whatever, they're all just like fucking <laughs> flopped on the ground, and then, and then like for half a sec, you see the shot without them and then the explosions go yes oh no and then there was the scene where the motorcycle flies look look when they when they said the octopus was part of the sky team i'm everyone's like how why is an octopus on the sky team well obviously he spins and just becomes a fucking helicopter except he didn't spin he just superman flies into the sky (laughs) and i'm like all right cool whatever (laughs) i I I tried to give you an in okay i i guess that's why he's on the sky team i don't know why he can do that Thank you, movie, for telling me that, yeah, no, he can do that. When I see an octopus fly. 
Dumbo is reportedly terrible. I saw it with my parents, and we were all in the car talking about all the plot holes. Cool. Cool. How can an elephant fly? No, 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 that's not one of them. <laughs> so during that fight, I swear to God, Professor... I, I think we talked about this during the show, but Professor Gill starts playing his flute, which causes Jiro to freeze up, and I swear mm -hmm. to God, it's the song from Digimon! When they oh, did yeah. it all. Da, 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 like the instrumental version of the theme song. Right? Okay. Oh my god, that was so good. So, the amnesiac Professor Father Komioji, who meanders onto the scene as he does a couple of times in this movie with no pomp or circumstance, sees that Jiro is hurt by this flute sound, and his answer is to quote unquote hurry to help him and pushes a couple of boulders down this avil this rocky hill that he's on top of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, apparently he's strong enough to do that. So Very strong. Apparently the sound of the boulder falling is enough to not only counter the effects of the flute, but convinces Professor Gill to just give up and not try it again. Yep. Well, yeah, it only works once. He's already once. transformed at that point. The only thing it was doing was stopping him from transforming. <sighs> yeah, the only thing they left out of the manga is that he becomes a murderous machine. Oh, uh, well then. Yeah, when that song plays in the manga, he immediately starts strangling the female protagonist. Oh. So, Hanpen apparently somehow, at some point, and with some materials, none of which is explained, creates a bunch of fake copies of this pendant that everyone's after. And plays a game of Kaijin Keep Away. Except he Which fucks up and man? accidentally Except he fucks up and accidentally gives them the real one. Good That's fucking what you know job. The one. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so just overall this this movie was just fucking show era silliness. So yeah, whatever. They they fight him again, more 3D glasses bits, they they, oh yeah, the by the way, Kikaider's finisher attack is called Then the End. Well, That's no, pretty no, much it's how called I felt about that. Like, it's called Death End. Oh, well the suburbs said Then the End. Then, then the End! Yeah, That's the end. pretty much how I felt Again, about this movie. It happened, Russians. Then the End. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh yeah, the part where he explodes and then instead of show, like showing the explosion, they just have some stagehand throw a bunch of parts from off camera. Yeah. We set off the nuke, and now they'll never come back. And then Jiro poofs for the 30th time, yeah, and he's like, going never still surprised. It's like, oh my god, Jiro, Jiro! And Jiro's like, fucked off Jiro. for like the 30th time! Oh. Yeah, Jiro, Jiro, do next time. Find out, never. <laughs> the series is cancelled. <laughs> Find out canceled. in Jiro's finest hour. Episode 31. It's a shame they never made a Kakaider Zero One movie. Unless they did. No, they didn't That's because the show not, got cancelled. No. Wow. No, the show didn't get cancelled. Oh, it's it just did, it's the show. show was no, Kikaider Zero One had a lower budget than like the first Kikaider show. Mm. That doesn't portend that doesn't bode well for it. But anyways, yeah. yeah. That so. then they had like bigger shows like like Comrade V three, Inazaman. We have good like, shit. Other to do. Exactly. Like they had bigger things that Toei was weird, working on. We had bigger octopus to fry. Or explode. <laughs> or explode. Frying can lead yeah. to explosion. We got bigger octopus to, fr to fly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that. I, I'm, I am glad that I can now say that I've seen 
everything Kikaider related, though. So I never have to watch it again. Please do not ask me about the anime. You know I do this, not give a shit. And you know what this movie was lacking? Hakaider. Kaider would be great. Yeah. But he wasn't in it yet. Who knows? Maybe next year we'll talk about the Hakaider episodes alone. Ooh, that'd be cool. Cool. And so that brings us to the end of another week of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. And the end. And then the end. <laughs> Until the end. Until the end. I miss yep. Speed Racer Flubber. So, then, Jikai Reo Sentai Cast Ranger. Next week, for Metal Metal April 2, we'll be talking about the 1984 series Nebula Mask Machine Man. Or Seiyun Kamen Machine Man. Which looks fucking cool. I can't wait to watch that. Neat. Yep. Yeah. And so, thank you all for liking, listening, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, doing all that fun stuff. As always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Discord, merchandise, and all kinds of fun shit. And uh, anyone who might be interested in the RPG that we've been working on, I have been working very hard on it recently. So if you sub to our Patreon, you'll be able to get up-to-the-day updates on features that I've been adding to the battle system. And now I'm going to go eat cold pizza. Bye, everyone. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to do neither of those. Mm. Woo! (laughs) Yeah, basically. It's over. Go home. All right. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.